Hey there, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Lily and I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at Becky's recommendation, and we loved it so much that we instantly had to call her to talk about it. And once we were doing that, we said, hey, let's record an episode on the spot. So this is a very short but fun episode where we really, we captured the magic. Now, in capturing the magic, we did this on cell phones, so the audio quality is not perfect, but I think you will still enjoy hearing our reactions. Now, this these reactions are not only spoiler-filled, but the spoilers are non-linear. So, do yourself a favor, because it's a fantastic movie. We loved it. Go out and see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, then come back and download this episode. Our normal weekly episode will drop on Friday, but enjoy this bonus in the meantime. Thanks, as always, for listening. Here we are at the second ever immediate reaction Friday night movie podcast episode. The only other time it was done was for, was for The Last Jedi. But Lily and exactly I Exactly one year ago. I, but I would like to say both of these movies I saw on my birthday. So there's some sort of magical thing about my birthday and really important podcast. Well, your birthday's just like right near Christmas mm. where big movies All come right, out. Whatever. But, but it's a, Everybody but it's a, knows there were no new movies no, coming out this no, week, no. okay? I, 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 I will give you that back. That is something cosmic and interesting. And I think in some ways, I know Last Jedi has been like a axe I've been grinding for a year, but this movie definitely has some interesting parallels that one could draw with it. So anyways, here we are. Lily and I just walked out of the movie. So does like a rental car hurts commercial for you. You're like, (laughs) but he got the car he wanted in the end. Unlike me getting the ending I wanted in last Jedi or whatever. (laughs) You always find a way to go back to last Jedi. So Becky, first of all, I mean, I had wanted to see this for a while. No, no, you don't have to give me an I told you show. I feel like I just happened to see it first, but we were all going to have to see this movie. I'm giving it to Trevor because in, because you're like incredible animation friend Trevor <laughs> saw it and you said he liked it and honestly like your opinion yeah, for cartoons is not it's valuable true. to he me but you were like gets, you have to see this movie and I was show. like uh and then you were like Trevor thought it was amazing and I was like done Shy, we gotta yeah. go see it. Yeah, and, but even for myself I was like really glad we're gonna go see a cartoon on my birthday I guess so and then Trevor was like no 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 trust me you need to see it okay so. am I am I crazy or is this movie this movie's not a cartoon right it's not a cartoon <laughs> I don't think it falls into that category also, because I don't know there's so much guys. CGI in the real ones that it's like basically not live action. So to me, this isn't a cartoon. This I is forgot a it was. With, yeah, I forgot it was. Okay, animated. but did you guys have the feeling like while I was watching it, I was already sad that it was going to be over, Wait, yes, and then yes, I was anxious. Yes. Because yes. I was like, this is the only time I'll experience it for the first time, and then it yes. will be over. And I, I had the same feeling. While watching the movie. I, I had the same feeling. I genuinely miss <laughs> Spider Gwen and Hobo Spider Man. Like, I'm <gasps> sad that, the, like, I know they had oh to go back God, to the Earth, but I was like, I know. super sad. Okay. When he sends um, spoilers all around. Oh, yeah, hold on. What? <laughs> oh, wait, that. hold so on. Gonna We're going to ruin the movie. Do not listen to this episode unless you've seen the movie. Yeah, this is for people who really liked it and who are also going to enjoy. Lily trying to understand what happened to Yes, him. but when he sends Hobo Spider-Man back to his verse, his universe, 
because they're spider verses. Short well, that's universe. That's what the Got movie's it. called. Um, uh huh. When he they send him back, I was like, oh no, this means the movie's over soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to recap, people, what this movie's about, uh, the. This movie focuses on Miles Morales, who is from the Marvel's Ultimate Universe. He's an existing character that when Marvel did this really interesting reboot in the early 2000s called The Ultimate Universe, they revamped Spider-Man as this awesome character, Miles Morales. And what this movie does is it brought together him in the context of Peter Parker and another Peter Parker and then some other really cool variations of Spider-Man in a plot to save the universe that the movie itself is very conscious is the same as any other Spider-Man type of movie, which it does a really oh, yeah. good job doing. But yeah. then the, the anim, but then they do it in such a way that the animation is, you said it was unlike anything you'd ever seen. And you said your friends who are animators said it was unlike yeah. anything they've ever seen. It's unlike anyone's anything like, anyone's ever seen. I can't comprehend how they did it because they're not doing your, your typical CGI animation. They're, 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 they're making it more flat, almost like a 2D film. They're, Vlad explained to me that they're animating on what's called twos, not ones for most of the film, which means that, you know, each second of a movie has 24 frames. And instead of there being 24 individual images, there's 12 images. So they only animate, they animate one frame they could use twice. So and that kind of you're makes telling it me they had to do half the amount of work and it looks way better? I don't well, understand. No, it, 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 it doesn't end up necessarily like being stuff. happy. At times, it right, looks like exactly. stop motion. Yeah, it gets how it gives you that pop, and then just the fact of how they're they're mixing like forms, where it's like yes. they're using the comic book stuff, comic and then books. at times it almost looks looks like there's a double vision, and then at times it's super sharp, and it's all mixed yeah. in there. Be- Becky, Lily well, almost sent me out at the beginning of the movie. She's like, "This is three D. This is three D. Go get <laughs> the glasses." Sorry, I, I was like, "Sorry, we're in the wrong one. We're in the wrong one. You gotta go. We gotta get the glasses." He's like, "No, no, I think this is it." And I was like, "No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. Look at the screen. It looks three D." We're not, we don't have glasses. And he's like, no, no, just wait. And I don't think away, I can handle seeing this movie. No, in 3D. and Mike Roberts, shout out to don't Mike Roberts, see it in who, warned, who warned people, like he warned Twitterverse. Um, that's that's the verse the of Twitter, Twitter as opposed to Spider-Verse. <laughs> yes. he, he, everything's a verse now for me. He warned everybody not to see it in 3D. No, and don't thank see you to him because it was just so spectacular normal. And um, I thought at some point as I turned to Shine, I was like, it's like a Tarantino film. <laughs> It's pretty. It's you know what I mean? Incredible. Like the style was even, was even Tarantino okay, esque. Hold on. If we just table style for a moment, how good was the story? That was a great story. The, the story was super. As a comic book fan, I generally knew where they were going with this because, believe it or not, there is a animated version of the Spider-Man that my kids loved called the Ultimate Spider-Man, and it was done on the Disney Network on Disney XD, and it was it was a little it was much more lodged in the Marvel universe. Becky's driving, which is why we hear the clicking people. Oh, God. But okay. sometimes we got to do it for the pot. Um, yeah. And so the Spider-Verse has been explored in a lot of, and at least the, the area that I remember seeing the most recently was watching this really fun, more kids-oriented version of the Spider-Man story where they go into the Spider-Verse. And so I, like my kids really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And so I generally knew going into this what we were going to be experiencing with different versions of Spider-Man. And that didn't affect me at all because whereas the story was as the... Uh, hobo Spider-Man says kind of your typical Spider-Man story 
the characters to me were actually what really sank and what right. made it all like I cared about every single person in this movie. Right. That that's what it was. The characters were so good and there's like that that moment in the film where, I mean are we just doing full spoilers? Yes, yeah, yeah, we're full spoilers. Well, the, the moment in the film when they're all standing around with Miles and they're like and he's like no one understands what I'm going through and they're like no, we like literally are the only people in the universe that understand what you're going through. And it was just like a really beautiful, genuine moment where you felt the bond between oh, yeah. all of them and you felt yeah. like the connection and, and like really, you know? And, and I would, and I'll say that the, each character not only had its, to tie it back to style, not only had its visual style in which they moved and in which the art almost followed each of them onto the screen. So when Spider-Ham is on the screen or Spider-Man Noir is on Spider-Ham. the screen. Spider-Ham. John Mulaney as Spider-Ham is amazing. But they, but they also really, they were drawn as such neat characters. Even the ones that were there for more comedic effect still had... I mean, honestly, this is Nick Cage's best role in decades. Like, <laughs> decades. He, his cameo in this movie has, like, he's erased all the schlock he's done in the last 20 years for me. It was, it was, it was truly terrific. And Spider-Ham, I mean, I don't even remember how old Spider-Ham is because I remember seeing comics of Spider-Man when I collected comics when I was a teenager. So Spider-Ham is a really old character. Um, and they, and they made him funny and not overdone. Like the, no, the no, top- no, they just a little bit, just like a little hit. Just and the right amount. The other thing that I'm always a sucker for and why I often like sequels is I really love a good hero team once they've already bonded. And I just loved at the point where I, they were all teaming up. I, I it was also, just so much fun. And I also have to say that, like, okay, we love Deadpool and it's great and it's fine and it's so meta. And even it's meta is meta. And, like, <laughs> it makes, like, people, like, who haven't gone to film school or art school use the word meta. Even though I'm pretty sure unless you've gone to either one of those schools, you don't know what it means. But you get it. This movie did not... It was meta enough without making me have to come out of it going, it was so meta. Well, I also feel like it used, like it used the Deadpool charm without, without just, like, beating you with beating, it. Exactly, beating over it the head. It was, like, which, a little bit of Deadpool charm, you right. know. Without overdoing it when, right. you know, they're clearly making fun of themselves, well, so which so is an- great. So another thing they did was is they, they broke the fourth wall. They did some edgy things, but they didn't make anything dark for dark's sake. They didn't. They allowed you to unironically enjoy all of it. And yes. that is... Look, at this point, if I go to see a superhero movie and not everyone dies, I think it's a light fair. Because after <laughs> Infinity War, and I remember finishing Infinity War with mom, and she was like, my God, what is wrong with the world? The children today can't go see a superhero movie and not everybody dies. So, yeah, it was nice to just be able to enjoy it and, like, know that these characters are going to see each other again, you know, probably. And if you haven't seen the movie and don't care about spoilers and you listen to this, stay for the epilogue. So the and epilogue. now let's try oh, explain it to you. I can't, okay. believe, you I, won't I can't believe I didn't think there would be an epilogue. I don't go so, to the movies enough. So afterwards, as the movie's ending... And Again, I'm, being like, oh, wow, Shai, you're watching the credits. It's so supportive of the filmmakers. And then I realized, like, oh, he's probably staying for an epilogue. I'm a dummy. I just assumed there would be one because it's a comic book movie and it's right. a thing with comic book movies. But also, here I am sitting in this theater. There were a few people. And I'm, of course, dying with all of the amount of, like, comic book nerd knowledge that I've absorbed in my life. And I just... And I'm sitting with Lily, who, of all people, actually wants to hear it. So 
but you can't ruin the movie for other people, so I'm staying quiet. And right as the credits are rolling, Lily turns to me and says, so are there any other Spider-Man? And I'm like, well, there's actually Spider-Man 2099. He was a futuristic Spider-Man that came out. 29. whatever the number is. Oh. But he came out when I was a teenager. And he has a black, I was starting to say, he's a black costume with a red thing on the front. <laughs> or a blue costume, whatever color that is supposed to be. Red, and black. And I was, like, getting ready to say it all. And then the after credits scene introduces the futuristic Spider-Man and he time travels back to the original cartoon, the 1967 cartoon. And he appears in the old fashioned animation and has like an argument with the original Spider-Man as he was drawn in 1967. And they're just like pointing, like they're (laughs) arguing with each other that they're pointing at each other. And that's the screenshot I I sent to you back. That's really funny. But they, so, so if anyone's curious, if they do a sequel, there are, other Spider-Mans. I think there, there's also a Spider-Man where, in fact, Mary Jane herself is Spider-Man. So there are there's a lot of opportunities. So this is a futuristic Spider-Man. That Spider-Man is a futuristic Spider-Man. Who can go back in time? I don't know if he can go back in time. Honestly, like, it came out in the 90s and when they were just adding, like, gold foil covers and there were five different titles of Spider-Man at the same time, and I got a little bit, like, bored of Spider-Man at that. Not not, not core Spider-Man, but extra Spider-Man stuff, so I right. stopped. So I stopped uh, reading it. So I don't really, I still have the comic bill. In my stack of comics, we have Spider-Man 299 or whatever that's called. <laughs> 299. So we can go look for it back at the house. Also, one more thing I want to talk about, which story that, that, that is really important to enjoying it. Sorry, just to pull us back into the Spider-Verse of the, of the movie again, is um, the bad guys, like the villain's motivation was believable. It was simple. And it was That's a good and, point. It, and it was actually He wasn't trying to it, take over the world. Right, you're not taking over the are. world. It's not about money. It's not about it power. It was really just like a very personal human motivation, which to me like made you never see. everything work. So, yeah. It so, like really so, kind of like cables motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or 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 actually one could argue the one of the best Spider-Man movies is the one with Doc Ock, Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. And again, that Doc Ock, it's kind of a love story. He's he's upset about his wife dying. He's getting revenge. It's not as simple as, it's not just I want to take over Like, the, the bad guy's not going to be Michael Keaton, who I'm loving the Keaton Renaissance. Then, oh, the one that was in Homecoming. Right. Then then I need more of a better but story. the one that Michael Keaton was, was an interesting Sure, Michael to... Keaton can do anything. I don't care what he does. So, I love it. So on that note of the villain, just to speak a little bit, the villain is Kingpin, who was who is a Spider-Man villain. He's also a Daredevil villain. He's a real New York Marvel Universe villain. And he's played by Vincent D'Onofrio in uh, Marvel's Daredevil Netflix series. And it's well-documented that I just never got into that show. And I found... I have a friend, Nate. I hope Nate's listening. Well and documented. Where? That I don't Which like articles? It. No, Which, not articles. Who's just like coverage on this? <laughs> well played. So my friend Nate told me before we watched this show. Or this maybe, movie? Or maybe it was Ariel. Nate or Ariel. Daredevil they were show. like, I won't watch Daredevil. I really don't like Vincent D'Onofrio. And I'm like, no, he's a great actor. And his portrayal of Kingpin, which, again, I, I feel kind of bad saying this, but I could not stand it. It was so oppressive that I stopped liking Vincent D'Onofrio because of it. And so for me also to have Liev Schreiber play this version of Kingpin, who is similar in a lot of ways, the whole Vanessa plot with him losing his girlfriend that he was in love with is in the Daredevil TV show. And it was done better in the 30 seconds that they show her in this comic. Played by the lovely Lake Bell on this movie, which no one would know, but I just adore her. 
So I think that you're right. They totally nailed the villain. And they did the side villains well, too. Uh, Catherine Hahn as, as the oh, female tank oh, on Doc Ock. she was great. She was great. Also, I feel like it, I, I enjoyed a multi-villain scenario. Sometimes I they stink. This one was it good. It was good to work this in a good. few in case one was a bit of a very well. Yeah. Yeah, they like, like they, they And is there is there a female Doc Ock in another? Maybe in one of the other universes. Yeah. I don't know for sure. It was nice to have and, a female. I, there's never a female villain. I also really liked when Scorpion like calls Spider-Ham Puerco. I thought that was really yeah. funny. <laughs> Um, I know. I mean, the movie right. was also hilarious. So, like, like all right. up there with Deadpool. Funny. All right. So let's let's wrap up, and we'll ask you just a couple of I'll ask a couple of quick questions here before we wrap up. Uh, one is Becky, who is your MVP of the Spider Verse? Miles, Miles, for sure. He's my MVP. Awesome. Lily. Uh, janky hobo Peter Parker. <laughs> and I'm going to go 100% all in on Spider-Gwen. Like, give her her all own right. movie. She oh, was yeah. amazing. Yeah, right. Scarlett Johansson can get her own movie. This girl can get her own movie. We are sharing the love here around the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's I mean, great. They, they With the fact great. that we all don't have the same MVP speaks to them, how good the movie is. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because those, I mean, those are the big three in a sense. But, like, wow. That is, like, people criticize superhero movies for not having great female characters. Like, clearly all they need to do is just like write a good one that is yep. interesting and smart and challenging and and you know raises the bar of the other characters because that's what Spider Gwen did. It's you know like so, also this movie was probably the most diverse super, superhero movie I've ever seen. <laughs> they had animals. They had you know just a bunch of different ethnicities. They had just like it was it was very di- like different and unique to see every character. They had mm-hmm. film noir characters. I just <laughs> I thought it was awesome. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So now, um, if you were to, if you were to pitch me a sequel without, you don't need to know a lot about Spider-Man. What would you like to see these guys do? I don't know. I guess I kind of want to see them maybe like somehow they have to at one point meet up with the R1 and true Spider-Man. Oh, like Like ours from from our from our universe, I guess that we're used to seeing, because I think it'd be cool, and I'm curious who would play him. Um, maybe like a back in time thing to save Chris Pine, Spider-Man, or a way that they could—I don't know—that they have a time warp way that they can like a universe warp that they can like on Fringe, they can just go back and forth and help each other oh, out. Oh, so they have a little tunnel. Like a, like a tunnel yeah. or a bridge, and they can like because at the end of the movie, Beck, I don't know if you noticed when he's in his bed listening to his headphones, Gwen Gwen Stacy calls on him. She's like, hey, Peter, uh, Miles, can yeah, you, you hear me? the swirling of the universe. And the swirl, and she's, like, trying to talk to him. So she must need his help. Their specific oh. adventure, as long as it's a good story, I don't care. Right. Well, I see what you're saying. They, they, now that they've met, they can communicate between I think universes, so. and they yeah, find a like, portal. Clearly, they have spidey sense. Yeah, so there's like, got to be a sequel a, with a more, portal with, where more, with more, yeah. I'm just, I'm just praying. I mean, my, my, my only pitch is that this was so great. I really hope that like it doesn't get ruined. Like if they yes. make another one, it's done well and taken seriously, and not everybody tries to copy this movie now. I just like Max three. I don't want five of these movies. <laughs> I will sign on for three. But again, the the joy and the pleasure from like watching this film, I can't remember the last time I felt like excited, like I was a little kid again. It was oh, it was absolutely. incredible. But I think, you know, in essence, it comes down to the writing. Like, I, as long as they keep with the good writing, I have a question. it's good. Did you did you bring your kids to see it? 
We didn't. We, we, didn't. we decided not to. Um, because uh, of timing, not because because of timing. But I think it was good not to. But, will but you th- and will you take them to see it? I, I would love to, but I think I also just in the phase that they're in, some of the the sound actually the sound yeah, I feel like is more overwhelming intense, right? than the than the visuals. Now my kids can take a lot, and I think if I put my foot down and said, "Hey, we're gonna go do this. It's gonna be fun. That'd be great." But I think <laughs> I but, put my foot down. But, but I don't. I don't think yeah. they'll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Fair think they'll. Damn it! You will watch a Spider-Man movie. You I, will I don't not think be they'll afraid. mind. I, I know that. I'm like in the in the in the buy rent or man. I am buying this automatically. So, they, oh, yeah. so it's we'll a buy, be, buy, buy. We'll be watching. I this. think on the big screen, it, it could be a bit scary to a little bit. But, All right. But, so wait. Um, last but not least, I gotta I gotta go with my last Jedi comment that I want to say. Yes. And one of the things that I loved about this movie is that they introduced us to a character that was not genetically related to the main Spider-Man, yet found a way to honor that character and not just sever the relationship for those of us who connect to that character. They managed to fit it all together You're telling in a really me, like, great they way. didn't make him, like, into a horrible, like, drunken... He, I mean, they had Hobo Spider-Man, which was like, when you think about it, Hobo Luke Skywalker, but, like, they... I, but very quickly, he turns around as helpful. He's not like. But they also establish a relationship between them that was, I think, more meaningful than the one between Rey and Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, which well, I feel like, like is it mostly him just. Basically, makes him realize back. he wants to have children. Like he changes yeah. his life fundamentally, right. as opposed to like. Right. Ray, Ray is a nobody. That's basically yeah. the message of the movie. Well, that's it. They le- they left us with a lot with Miles, and I feel like the Last Jedi. Unfortunately, Ray, who's my probably was my favorite character to be introduced in a long time, they left her with not much not much with us to work about work with. Whereas Miles, I'm like, I want to see, I want to know all about Miles's family and his life and what he's doing now. And and okay, and then sorry, I got to end on this relationships, you know, ships as as the hip kids like Lons call them. Uh, do you guys, are you rooting for a Gwen-Miles relationship, or should they just be friends? It doesn't matter to me. I feel like they could be great crime-fighting partners, friends, or, you know, young, you know, young love, but it doesn't matter. I want them to be friends. I want them to be good friends. I don't think there needs to be a love story. I feel like with Peter it would be Parker really nice and MJ coming, not, yeah. weaving through, and like if Hobo Peter Parker comes back, but he's with Gwen, he's got kids, it would be nice maybe to like not have that leave that story. love story there. But like let the teenagers just be teenagers, and like why does one of them has to fall, have to fall in love? Like it's yeah, fine. I would but say I, exactly. I, I think I want them to be friends. I like the idea of them. I like the idea of showing best friends, a female and, and a, a male, a, like, yeah, that are and good not buddies. turning into a relationship. Mostly the female, like the female doesn't have to be in love and be rescued. So that, I mean, yeah. I guess she could rescue him, but still, you know, I feel like they could leave There's that always in the, that implication. the MJ, Peter Parker. Okay. All so right. I, I think it's a buy around. Becky, where can people follow you? Oh, uh, at paper BK princess on Twitter, but only tweet at me if it's about this movie. It's not about <laughs> this movie. I don't want to talk to you. Lily, where right. can people follow you? TGK Gomez on Twitter. You can follow me. I'm going to tweet about it right now. So if you're listening to this, go back to my tweets about two, three weeks ago. And you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can, uh, <laughs> I can, you can follow me at pancake for table on Twitter and Instagram. And you can uh, follow us at pancake4table.com FridayNightMoviePod.com the music from What Does It Eat will kick in and we will dance wait and, and if you want to talk to us about this movie in person come oh. hang out with us at 
because we're not going to win. Because we don't want to talk about anything else. June seventh, eighth, <laughs> and ninth. Yes, we will. There will we're going to have time. two lines. One is Spider Man. The other was Trash Talk Last <laughs> Jedi. We don't have anything else to say to you. No, no, no. We will be talking about lots of things, but Spider Verse is going to be a big one. Thank you so much for doing this instant review, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Love you. Love you. I love you.